0: Right, good people. How are we doing? And welcome to another episode of Who's to Blame, the podcast being brought to you by our title sponsor, The Wheat Squad St. Louis. This is episode 475, and we're going to title this one, What a Heck of a Football Season. But before we do that, for all the people out there that are watching the live stream on Facebook. We have a page, Who's to Blame? Twitter, at W2B, Dre Montez, as well as YouTube, Dre Montez. Thank you so much. You can also follow us and check us out on our TikTok page, Montez 63 There you go already. But you can always visit the website, www.DreMontez.com. There it is right there for you. You can also listen to our latest podcast episodes by... Going to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast app. But just in case you forgot, you can also follow us on our social media feeds as well. And we share the links there for you. For the people out there in live streaming land, high fives to you. Chest bump. Uh, let's hug it out. Oh, there you go. There you go. And shout out to our title sponsor, The Weed Squad. To get a complete list of all the sponsors, again, visit the website, www.dremontez.com. Well, it is at that time of year again where we have a college football champion. We have an NFL champion. Both seasons are over. It's time to reflect now. And what a heck of a football season it was, college and pro if you take it in for what it's worth, I'm talking, let's just be real. Let's take it in for what it's worth. Like the movie Friday. If you think about it, it's about a guy who got fired on his day off. That's what the movie is about. Okay. So we got to take college football season and the NFL season for what it was about. I want to dedicate this one also to the year of the fan. Thank you guys for coming back. Making the games more enjoyable to watch. I mean, tailgating by yourself, eh, it, it kills the time, but don't you want the band to get back together? Don't you want your buddies there, your crew, your homies, the ones that get irked by the same things you get irked by at this time of year called football season? It was that. Considering what we've been through with the pandemic, the lockdown, the arguments, the being shut in, shut up, be quiet. Stay in your corner. Don't go there. The weed man out. You can't go to the liquor store. All of that shit piled up on us. And in August, we were rewarded with the start of college football season. And it was great to see the fans coming back with such great enthusiasm. And I say the word the way it should be said, enthusiasm. That's what I felt, being rejuvenated. I felt as though I was there with the people, by the people, of the people, with the damn people. I felt that way. As a Florida football Gator fan and as a guy who appreciates sports and the competitive nature, there's going to be wins and losses. There's going to be heartache and pain, and there's going to be triumph. You're not going to win every battle. But that's what makes sports so great, the unknowing. The what if, the I told you so, we look for those stories each and every Saturday through our college football, the rivalries. Oh man, it was great to see the fans back yelling at each other face to face instead of on social media. Some things are for social media, some things are for in person. I think that's in person when it's just, you don't like that school because it's just them you really don't have no reason. I just don't like that school. My family doesn't like them. My grandpa doesn't like them. My dad, my mom, my grandma, my great aunt, my great, nobody likes them so I think I should like them too. That's college football. And being a Florida football Gator fan, it was unsure how we want to do this year. I saw maybe six to seven wins. That's the thing about college sports as well. Are we mad they didn't meet up to high expectations? Are we mad they didn't do as well as we expected them to do? Or do we really look at the talent and just get carried away? Is it too much pressure to put on incoming freshmen that begin to get the opportunity to play? A two-year bench rider f- finally gets in the game. What are we expected out of this kid? If we're real with the situation, I think we'll get a better understanding. But I I think that's a cop-out. I call that the bullshit moment of sports. I mean, who's to blame for that? Did we fall in love with this team or this school because they were losing? I don't think no one said, I'm going to root for losing this team in college sports and go to root for them and get mad when they lose. I don't think it fucking starts that way. You created a bond, a connection with the school or program. What we like to call an affiliation out there of love. and respect of one another, you fell in love with a winning program. And you expected when you got with this winning program, they would maintain a certain standard. But as you get older, the game changes a little bit from when you fell in love with this, this school this format of style of play that you have no idea of being in, even in a concept of even knowing because you were such a young kid. You had no idea. Contracts, television rights, recruiting violations, all that's involved in being in that winning percentile when it comes to college football, all of that. But when you're a little bitty kid, you have no idea. You just want that school that university to win, kick that school ass. It's all you know. So now when we become of age and we know this, we still don't want to take that as a mitigating factor of why that team is not doing well. We're looking at it as we have the same opportunities as every other school in our conference in the nation. On paper, it says we should win nine or more games and be in the conversation of playing in the championship game. But things happen we can't control. Kids get homesick, kids fall in love, injuries, money, drugs, death, all that factors in. And, And when we come to a better understanding of that, I think the appreciation factor changes a little bit. Again, I'm not going sob style, I'm just reflecting on this past football season, with college being included as well as the NFL. And as a Florida football Gator fan, okay, our season didn't go the way it should. We we should have saw the curve coming before we went into the curve. But looking at college football as a whole, I enjoyed it. What happened in Bama? What happened with Uga? What happened in Texas? What happened in Oklahoma? What the Pac-10 is about to probably do, all those impossibilities, those different variables of the game, make the game more compelling, more watchful, more anticipation, more excitement. That can't wait factor. This is the time of the year where I think the wife, the girlfriend, the mother-in-law get the most work out of you. you get that honeydew list out the way. You have nothing to do now on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. All your time is, it's open now. Let's go, let's get this done. Get that tree house up for them kids. Get get Fix, fix that fence. Paint this other side of the house. We're going to drop the engine in your Pawpaw's truck. All that should be checked off by end of July. Mid-July. We're going to say a week after the 4th, we're done. We're shutting it down. We're getting ready for college football. We don't care what you say. We're going to make a stand. huh? We're going to make a stand. This is when we stop and the season begins. But reflecting on the college football season, it's a great year. The rivalries, the situational games, the unbelievable drives, catches, the uh uh-oh moments of the game, kickers throughout college football. Oh, oh, players dating out of their league. Oh. Man, to the cameraman in college football. Way to do your job, buddy. I don't think the cameraman gets enough credit in my book when it comes to keeping the eye candy in the candy section right there. But that's my take right there on the college football aspect of the game. Again, shout out to Ugga, Athens, Georgia in the building. Fastest bus driver parade route I've ever seen in the history out there, other than the Braves bus driver. Slowest parade in history, I'm still going with the St. Louis Hockey Blues team. Still going with that. That was the slowest parade in history because we had to potay and we're going to take our damn time. You can't rush great taste. You're going to get all of this. You're going to go get all of this. going to get it all. But it is the podcast, and I am Dre Montez, and we're reflecting on what transpired in college football season as well as the NFL season. So now we're going to talk about the NFL. With calls like that, NFL stands for not for long, if you keep that up. But the National Football League, which kind of is going in sync as the LA Rams are doing their parade right now. And I'm looking at the parade as I'm doing the podcast right now. I, the reason I'm watching the parade, hear me out. I'm not a Ram fan. I'm not getting caught up in who left, who, who broke up with who, who moved out first. It was somebody here and somebody in LA. That's all I know. I'm going to keep my mouth. I'm going to keep my name up out of that shit. I wasn't here in the beginning. I don't know who cheated on who first. I don't know. But based on this, since the pandemic, they are technically the first ones to do a parade since the pandemic. So I'm imagining the people in the LA area that are, Laker fans that are Dodger fans and that are Ram fans, you, you got a you got a three one right there. You got a trifecta. Somebody didn't go to work today, and somebody's not going to work tomorrow in the LA area, huh? I applaud that. I love when people don't go to work for a parade. No, I'm not coming to work tomorrow. Why is that? Team one parade not going to not going to be there. <laughs> you get to, at least you're honest. I love honesty on why you're not going to work over some bullshit. Now you're jinxing a relative. Um, my, my auntie Jane Jane, she uh she failed last night. She got back problems. I got to go help her out. Just tell the truth. I want to got some new weed. I want to sit at home and smoke all day. Just, just tell your boss that and see what happens. Let's try honesty for days off. Future reference moving forward. I'm not a spokesman, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express before. I did, I did, but I'm looking at it from that aspect of it—the the, the parade, the celebration. The damn it, I want people to know what we want. Now I'm not trying to, trying to say what LeBron James said was legitimate or should have been newsworthy. I even thought about fuck that. We're not sharing no parade. No, no, we got our own shit. Y'all have y'all own. Y'all have y'all own. That way the fans just get together. I mean. Baseball fans and hockey fans that support the Blues and the Cardinals don't really get along all the time. True story. So we're going to – y'all stay over there, y'all stay over there, y'all stay over there. It's better that way. But the concept of it all, these guys get in the parade, and it is pretty uh, interesting. They still haven't talked – as far as the camera angle that I'm looking at right now has not captured anything remotely close – to what we pulled off here in St. Louis. Hello, America. But on to you, the NFL. What a season we had here, huh? What a season of the NFL. Reflecting on it right here on the podcast, episode 475 of Who's to Blame, And just reflecting on that, the bickering, the who's right, the who's wrong. It's just one more game, but you guys are not doing it. We're the players. Uh Uh-oh. Who needs to be mandated, mask, vaccinated, immunized? All that came into play. Being a Denver Bronco fan, uncertainty with the quarterback situation. Get rid of Drew Locke. I don't think, Teddy, I am the bridge. What is the answer? Cut him off, Teddy B. I want to go venture on. Did I read something a little bit more in the NFL honor ceremony when Peyton Manning Gave Aa Aaron Rodgers the MVP trophy. Did, did I read into that? Did, did, did I see more of that? Did, okay, I, I, I know what I saw. So maybe that's a segue to the mile high city. Time will tell. I was not completely satisfied with the Broncos season. Unlike college football, I hold a higher standard. There are more people involved who make a lot of money. They have a lot of key points and jobs and influential to the team's success. The data that is collected, called film work, is very important. The practices. What are we doing in practice? The preparation. Key moments of the game. All that shit is important. We're not just talking here. These are people that get paid to play a child sport in a grown man's body. We get all that. The competitive level in the NFL has changed. We've heard of the cheating allegations and the scandals and how to get ahead, whether you are taking her out of the ball or not, whether you unplugging the powers or not. We don't know. But something's going on other than just running plays and learning from your mistakes. in last week, we understand that. But when you expect more from your team and organization, they're not giving it to you. And I don't believe this bullshit that, oh, I don't watch any of the news outlets and sports shows. One of your friends do. Somebody, somebody in your circle, your, your, your lifeline, read something, they're gonna break it up to you. Hey, did, did you they say you can't catch the ball over the middle no more? Somebody's gonna tell you something. But when a team is constantly not trying, from the movie standpoint, from the movies, there's a real estate issue going on. They're trying to get an advantage. We're trying to show you the shift in money. Okay, we get that. But I'm going to try to stay out of that and just keep it on a genuine sports sides when it comes to this, when teams, to me, don't feel like they're trying. They're not understanding the levels of the game of a competitive nature. That's when I go a little crazy and lose it. As far the Broncos' performance this season, I give it a D plus. D+. plus, Yeah. yeah. Any, any issues out there? Any, anybody? Oh, Okay. I give the offense a a huge huge c now I, I give the offense a D plus D plus I give the deep, the defense a c plus special teams F coaching effort d coaching assistance F you should have known overall I give the Denver Broncos organization based on last year's performance only last year's performance only I give them a very very d plus rating hoping we can move on to that, that that's the hope with all of our teams do whether your team went to the Super Bowl or the playoffs or not you want your team to do better now unless you're in this for draft choices and you know something we don't know you want your team you you want your team to Tank it on out. We get that. But look good doing it. Look, look good doing it. If you're going to date ugly, look good. Look good doing it. You know, that, That's all I'm saying. But as far as the season itself in football, we still don't know what a catch is. We don't know what a hold is. Uh, we don't know what is roughing the passer either. So I think those are three things we need to work on in the NFL. Zebra Nation, that being you, NFL official. Right? NFL official. i got to keep you guys in the conversation because, let's face it, it's all about you guys. It's not about the teams nor the fans or the integrity of the game. It's about the zebras out there. We are Zebra Nation. All righty. Okay. Then something crazy happened and remarkable in the NFL happened. It's called the postseason kids. And when I say the postseason, they got out of hand with the competition and the way the game is turned out. I mean, this is beyond Vegas and gambling. I'm talking people are calling you, texting you, talking to you at, while you're at the urinal, having a conversation about a play that just happened. Did you see that? Oh, my God, this is wild. I can't believe it. That was just the first weekend of playoff football. And then they surprised us. Oh, my God, we got a Monday night playoff game. NFL, NFL. They showed up and showed out, didn't they? Showed up and showed out. And even on the level of defeat, integrity, getting each other's feelings, that Chiefs-Buffalo-Bills playoff game was one of One of the greats on so many levels. What happened in the game from the regular season aspect to the playoff aspect of the game, all that, that transpired between these great organizations and amazing fan bases between these two. But the gesture that was done by the Chief fans to donate cash to the quarterbacks fund based on the 13 seconds that was left in the game, I thought that was... That was awesome for Josh Allen. That, that that was cool. That just lets you know this game is just more than a winner and a loser off the field. These people really understand what's going on beyond football that's out of our hands. I like that gesture right there. And then the fact the way Chief fans behave when they didn't go further than they wanted to in the playoffs. Still a great gesture by the Chiefs fan and Chief Nation out there. The unbelievable story that happened with the Cincinnati Bengals. What in the who? Come on. Come on. Is that the I told you so team? I've never heard so many people in my life say, I told you so. I told you. I told you so. No, you did. That should be a new team, a new jersey out there called I told you so. I told you so. I, I bet it'll sell through the roof. I told you so team. That's what the Washington football team should have changed their name to. I told you so. <laughs> That have been something to see, all oh, with a sore eye as they see. And, oh, boy, the team here with the get out of here, we hate you, the F you, F them, we don't need them. The the reason why a lot of people don't watch football that I've met, the L.A. Rams. I saw a wild card coming out of this team based on the weapons before they got old Dale Beckham, Jr., and before they got Von. Miller, I saw a playoff team get into the wild card. That was it, because they still had Matthew, I'm confused, Stafford. It still had him, still had him, but then things happened. Things happen and transpire, and then we got a Super Bowl matchup that nobody saw coming, didn't disappoint, the halftime show, still under heavy scrutiny by the judges out there on being named or labeled as the best halftime show I've ever seen. I tell you what, I'm in the middle right now of watching all of the halftime shows only, only the ones that have come in great discussion and debate of being the best. Prince was on there, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, somebody even threw in Bruno Mars. And of course, the one we just had out of those five who had the best Super Bowl performance. And I'm watching them all. And Friday, I'm going to give you my report card on who had the best Super Bowl halftime show. But for now, that's a good-ass halftime show. That that, that was good. That was good. That was good. Got the foot moving. It got your shoulders moving. Some of y'all stood up. Some of y'all even changed costumes at your own damn house watching the Super Bowl. That's what's up. See, that's what the people need to see, want to hear, and need to be a part of. But the game turned out and the L.A. Rams won the Super Bowl. That meant somebody was going to Disney World. That meant that was the end of the season. As I sit here and talk with you on this podcast, I'm reflecting right now on everything from the college football season to the NFL season. It's a very emotional time. I think it was planned to have Valentine's Day close to the end of everything. You know, football seasons over in college. Itself with the NFL, leave these men alone for a couple of days. Football fans, we need some time. We we need to reflect. So when I realized this was coming about, as I reflected on the whole day yesterday, over eighty-eight ounces of a margarita. Yeah, eighty-eight ounce margarita, the tower, baby, the tower. Yes. As I was sipping on the tower, just reflecting on this it went by so fast. It's like a blur. I mean, it went by so fast. I mean, the appreciation is still there, but reflecting on the entire season just, just amazes me how fast that it all went by so damn quickly. I don't know how to adjust to prepare for it a little bit better moving forward as we approach the upcoming season in college football as well as the NFL season. I guess I want to be just take every moment in, take it for what it is, you know, understand why I don't want my team to not lose this game, why I want them to beat the hell out of this team, Be a bit more competitive in this game, even though I know we're going to lose, but can we play a better game? I need to be a little bit more like that guy when it comes to my NFL team, understand what's going on. There's more to life than football to some of these players. They're not in it for the long haul. We can't get mad at them. We don't know their intentions, their agenda, their theory in life. Once they made it to the NFL, how they're going to use the NFL, because we all know sports uses us. Hello. So they're trying to get the upper hand, too. But how can this benefit us both without giving up the answers, without hitting away? If you're going to go hard, go hard. If you go, hey, I've been hurt before. I'm going to let this ease on out. But if we all in, I'm going to be there with you. But they're trying to make things pretty difficult when it comes to that. But in the end, I think we're going to be all right this offseason. I talk to us football fans out there. You know, we got to talk to each other. I reach out to my football fans and check, you all right? I mean, we can make up a pretend league on on Madden. All right, you okay? Because football off time is rough. Rough. It's rough on us out there. We we get useless. We get restless. We know we got the NBA and, and, and March Madness and, and MLB. We know we got March Madness coming in, in the NBA. We, we, we'll talk about that baseball at another particular time. But for now, but for now, for now only. Guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to today's podcast episode of uh, Who's to blame? With your boy Dre Montez here, it's always fun chatting it up with the folks. Hope you enjoyed today's show. I enjoyed you. Again, shout out to the title sponsor, The Weed Squad St. Louis, as well as one of our newest sponsors that we have, Certa Pro Painters, right there. All right, good folks. Do yourself a favor, have a great day, and enjoy the moments of the day and the details of the day. In the words of my great-grandfather, take it easy, good people. Peace. Are we out. All do 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 be